What's up, everybody? We're back. Double coverage with the McCourty twins. Myself, Jason McCourty, the other guy over there, Devin McCourty. We're back. It's quarantine time. So here we are again. We're winding down the weekend. Wind down the weekend. A little glass of red wine. Hanging out, answering your questions. We got two special guests today, two, Deron Harmon and Kyle Van Noy. So look forward to a great evening. How's, how's your Sunday been, Dev? Pretty good? Uh, it was it was fun. You know, we uh, my wife was doing some stuff around the house. She got a little angry. I was on the 2K a lot today. Got some games in. Uh, my player is advancing in the season. I'm on Milwaukee. So uh, it was a good Sunday for me, man. How about you? I can't complain, man. It was raining, though. Yesterday, me and my family went on a two-mile nature walk. Today, we're stuck in the house all day, so it was rough. But no kids got in trouble as a family. We baked some cupcakes, some strawberry joints, pretty good vanilla frosting, sprinkles on top. But my youngest didn't finish her dinner, so she was the only Come on, man. Don't do her like that. The only one in the family that didn't get a chance uh, to enjoy some cupcakes. So tough break for her tonight. Well, her counterpart, the also three-year-old of the family, decided to dump the rest of her dinner on the floor. So she missed out on the chocolate chip cookies, straight to the bath, straight to bed. She cried for she she's a she she can go. She cried for about thirty minutes straight. So um, I got to give her that. She is she is tough as nails. Hey, hey. Well, would you say she was saying before before the night ended? She was telling y'all she's a bad girl. Yeah, when when uh, her, when my wife came down, when Yi came down, she was like, "Mommy, I was a bad girl. I was bad," and started laughing. <laughs> when I heard her up there, I was looking at the Nest camera. She was crying. She said, "I want to go to see Lili and Caden and Kaka." <laughs> he wants to leave the house. Well, before you get too in, we got uh, Mason from Taunton. Uh, he's backstage, man. Uh, Mason, how you doing tonight? Taunton, man, that's down the road, ain't it? That's yeah, that's pretty cool, close, man. I know. I'm, I'm learning my. I'm learning my towns out here, man. Mama, we made it. Hey, you go, Mason. I like that. What's happening? How you doing? Right on. Best podcast in the game, you two. I appreciate you guys doing this. Awesome uh, entertainment in quarantine. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, I got I had to call in because DMAC, I heard you say this last week, and I'm like, I have to call in next week and get the deets. You said, obviously, you were sipping the wine, saying it was uh, a celebrating Tom Brady. You mentioned it briefly. You said it was a great marriage gone bad. I'm like, hmm, that's a little interesting. What did you mean by that? Was something that bad between RKK, Bill, Tom? Did, how, how could it end so badly? Oh, no, nah, I was just saying it was bad because it was over. <laughs> you know, All once right. America, it, it was amicable, uh, amicable, I should say, but um, I was just saying because it was over, you know, no more uh, TB12 in New England. So, um, but as far as I know, everything ended, you know, great. I think it's so much respect um, between all of the parties. KKT, um, they've done so much great things. You know, I think it, for me, it was awesome just to be a part of it. Um, but yeah, I was just I was just joking around saying uh, it ended. But you know, anytime a marriage ends, it's a sad day. So oh, of course, yeah, had to pull out, got to pull out the wine all off season for it. <laughs> Absolutely, got to do that. Um, yeah, I just figured like a business relationship like that, twenty years, all the winning over, you know, conquering all the adversity. I just figured it go on forever. But hey, you know, I guess you got to move on. No doubt. Like our moms always tell us, all good things come to an end. Yeah, absolutely. It's got it. Jason, I got one for you real quick. I'll take you back to uh, Super Bowl 53. Play the game. 
pass defense oh, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> oh, man. That was broken coverage, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we blew it as a second. <laughs> uh, it, was funny. it was funny after the game watching all that stuff they put out there. Um, they kind of broke it down to a T, just as good as we could have. The play came up earlier in the game. There was communication between coaches and players. Dev, as our captain and one of the leaders on the defense, he was somebody looking at the surface, talking about the play. And when it came up later in the game, um, for whatever reason, all that talk, we still didn't figure it out. <laughs> we were able to uh, get back there and make a play late uh, just to make a play on the ball and stop uh, Cooks from being able to haul that one in. And it ended up uh, to be a big play. Uh, the fact that the game ended up to be so low, low scoring uh, and then uh, Gilly Locke stealing the game later on in the fourth. So uh, probably uh, going to always be a special moment for uh, the guys involved on that team. Yeah, man, you had that Usain Bolt speed. That was uh, obviously <laughs> play of the game. <laughs> Real quick, before I go, thank you guys again. And I don't want to get you guys in trouble. That's the last thing I want to do. But I know, Devin, you were there. Jason, you weren't on the team yet. Can you give us any little hint? I took you back to Super Bowl 53. What about one more? It's burning in every Patriots fan's minds and hearts. Why didn't Malcolm play any defensive snaps, guys? still out there um we as a as a team we talked about it we had to move on and give ourselves a chance that next season um because it, it felt like one of those things that like if you answered it over and over and over again that it would bring down our 2018 team so um i hated that it happened but i was very happy for malcolm the next year to go to tennessee sign a big deal um come in undrive the free agent you go sign a 60 million dollar deal um that's what it's all about so i was happy for him Hey, I appreciate that. And that's why you guys are excellent leaders. I'm really looking forward to this season, how and you guys, basically, obviously, Tom Brady gone, Stephen Guskowski gone, you guys, or you specifically, Devin, being the true face, you know, alongside Julian Edelman, whoever else, but being the face of the team and leading next season, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you, uh, how you guys perform. Yes, appreciate it. You have a good night. Take care. Guys. Peace. Yes, sir. Right, hey, before we get to Duran, we got Robbie. Uh, from Dallas. Uh, we're going to talk to Robbie real quick, and then we're going to bring Duran on. Hey, Robbie, what's happening? He probably got some good weather out there in Dallas, too. We're <laughs> out here in rainy season. I will confirm it's been like mid-70s, low-80s the past few days. Yeah. Don't rub it in. Yeah, he but, said it like it's a bad thing. And so, Jason, this will probably be a good one for you and probably Duran once he gets on. But what is it like in an offseason, especially with free agency, changing teams, changing cities, and really having to do that quite fast so you can get acclimated to the new system, new city, all of that? Yeah, that's a great question, man. It's, it's tough. The more, the more you have going on in your life outside of football, the harder it is. Uh, when I left Tennessee, I ended up getting released about 10 days before the draft. Guys, there. Yeah, connection yeah. messed up. Yeah. yeah, I guess the connection took a quick breather. But uh, I took uh, I, the, my first day there was the first day of practices for OTAs, so I had to learn the playbook. In addition to that, I'm searching for houses and townhouses for my family because we had a wife and three kids. So trying to figure all that out. Obviously, my move to New England was a lot easier. It was in March. 
I have a twin brother here, a lot of guys on the team that I already knew. So it can all it can be kind of chaotic, a little obviously easier in the offseason, but there's just a lot of moving parts when you're trying to get that done. Yeah, and does the team help you with stuff like that, especially you just get in and have to go right into it? Yeah, there's a ton of people, our player development people on every team um, that can point you in a, with a realtor, uh, help you find somewhere to get your furniture, whatever it is. There's somebody there that can point you in the right direction. And then once you get in the locker room, uh, your teammates become a huge resource to you. Yeah, definitely. Where to go and, and where not to go and all of those things. Appreciate your time, guys. Go Pats. Appreciate it. We, we got, we got, oh, got Deron backstage on the fan line. He's ready to go. Shout out Fan Cred, hooking us up. Coming in and out. Now we got the big timer in the building. Yeah. <laughs> Deron Harmon, man. What's happening? How you doing tonight? I'm, doing, I'm doing good, man. What's up, guys? Deron of the Detroit Lions, man. Sounds, sounds weird. Sounds, it sounds weird. Yeah, got so we gotta get used to that. Well, welcome sounds to the show. we call this we call this wind down the weekend. You okay, know what I mean? This is our, our our Sunday wrap up. But man, what what was it like uh, when you got that call and found out that uh, you were getting traded, mm -hmm. uh, Detroit Lions? Uh, it was it was it was a, it was tough. You know, it was it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions going through. You know my head because you got to think about it you know like I spent you know seven years here you know me like this has been our home like we raised all three of our children you know in uh, the New England area um, this is all our kids know this is what you know my family has come accustomed to and then just you know at a blink of a phone call you know all change so you know you start you know kind of come over you over you get overcame with a lot of different emotions and you know you just try to, you know, take a deep breath and just try to, you know, decipher each emotion that, you know, at one point, you know, I had to realize, all right, it's not just affecting me, this is affecting my family. So I got to be strong and I have to, you know, be the one that's, you know, can be there, you know, to support system because it's also a lot for them as well. So it was tough. But then, you know, after you get through the emotions, I look at it from a football standpoint, it's a, a great opportunity, you know, get to go in there. In Detroit, you know, got some young guys in there, a lot of good football players, you know, in a place that's trying to, you know, trying to win some games. And, you know, I'm looking forward to going in there with a new opportunity with some people I'm familiar with and just try to, you know, help help the team win some games. Dang, are, are you excited now to be the old guy in the room for years? You made fun of me, they called me uncle, called me old. I'm sure as soon as you get to Detroit, you're going to look around. You might be the oldest, but if you're not, you're going to be in the top two or three. Uh, I'm excited for that. How's that feeling of being the old guy in the room? Uh, that's going to be crazy because, like you said, you've always been that for me. And, you know, just, you know, how our relationship was since I've been there. You've been like my big brother. And uh, I've always had you to lean on and uh, always had you to ask questions and, you know, that's going to be a little weird, not really having anybody, you know, really to ask questions. But then again, I get to have, a, you know, a, a different type of big brother and a coach with Steve Gregory. So that would be cool, too. You know, I played with him. You know, we all played together, and that was cool. And uh, we've been talking and texting the last few weeks, you know, just, you know, going over some things, going over some ideas. And, you like, it's it's been cool, you know, to work with him so far and obviously – can't really do too much, but, you know, just getting on the phone, chopping up with him, talking a little ball, and just talking about family has been has been cool. 
No doubt, man. The fans are loving you. Carrie says, we'll miss you, dude. Daryl said it only had to do with save the uh, salary cap. It had nothing to do with you as a player. And then Angela uh, wanted to ask you a question. She said, how do you not take it personal when something like this happens? Uh, because at the end of the day, you got to look at it on both sides. And, you know, at the time and at the moment, you know, you hear you get traded and you're just like, oh, man. But then, you know, you sit back, you look at it, man. They had to, you know, the Patriots had to make some decisions. I mean, we had the opportunity to play last year with so many great defensive players. And, like, it was just so many players everywhere. And, you know, just with the salary cap. I mean, I understand the decision. When I talked to Bill, he told me but the decision was based off. And he just told me, like, look, it's just at the point where we have to make some moves. And, you know, we just paid Deb. And it's it's, it's just going to be really tough for us to really do anything or get anything done in free agency if we don't do this. And he was just telling me it's going to be a great opportunity for me as a – you know, I can only respect that because at the end of the day, we know Bill's going to, you know, do what is best for the team. And, you know, I respect that because, I mean, not a lot of people can do that and always have that type of commitment and dedication. Mm-hmm to always, you know, making sure the team is first. No doubt. If you had to name one player uh, you're most excited uh, to play alongside on that Detroit roster, who would it be? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> you, got- you know what? Uh, you know what? You know, I, can, I, can I say a, a guy that I played with and a, a new teammate and a guy that I already played with? I, I, I like that. I like that. Okay. I would say I'm super excited. You know, I'm excited to play with all my teammates, but I'm super excited to go there with Jamie Collins. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were drafted together. Uh, this is going to be a new journey for both of us. We're going to a new city. Uh, we're at a good part in our career where I feel like, you know, we can help lead and, uh, you know, we can help try to do the right thing and, and helping young guys and, and teach them how to, you know, play the game and, and win football games. And then I would say uh, Galladay. Like, I'm a big Galladay fan, man. Like, I have no, like, we had fantasy going this year. Galladay was my guy. He was consistent. Like, yo, every week, like, no matter who was at quarterback, I remember, yo, he was, he's just good. And then when we played against him, man, I liked his attitude. I liked how he came ready to play. Him and Steph was going at it. And he didn't say anything, man. He didn't say anything at all. And was, it was playing well. Like, and, like, you, you got to respect guys like that, that, that don't need to, you know, talk. Uh, to to let people know how good they are on the football field. Well, we're excited to see you there as well. I'm I'm excited to see you. Uh, like you said, you'll be the guy. You'll be the the big brother to everybody else. You're more than ready for that role. I mean, you were the third safety on the team and a team captain. I think that speaks volumes of your leadership. So, um, get your cleat game right. Detroit got the nice colors. I don't want to see y'all. No way. Get you some custom, some PE cleats, bro. I want to see the fire. You know I got you. What number? What number are you going to be rocking in Detroit? Uh so you know it's it's some numbers up to grab right now. But the number that I really think I'm gonna try to get, and hopefully you know it all works out. Maybe 26, man. That's what I wore in high school. You know, maybe take it back to the old high school roots and. You know, see a 26, still got some magic in there for me. Okay, <laughs> Delaware, stand up. The closer is moving to Detroit. Detroit. Look out. The closer is coming. So if you're worried about any fourth quarter sealing the game, you got the answer right now, coming in September. Appreciate appreciate you coming on, dude. Appreciate hey, you already know, man. Appreciate y'all boys. Yes, sir. Have a good night, man. All right, you too. Dang, next up, we got the – 
the big uh what we call him the 50 million dollar man coming up the down in south beach doing it big before we get to kb we got justin in ottawa coming to us on the fan line okay, uh, let's, let's what's up let's see what justin got going on how's it going guys what's, what's up, up man got the autograph jersey in the back i like it i do it was uh my uh, wedding guest book actually Oh, I got a Patriots jersey as our wedding guest book. <laughs> and I also got the uh, DMAC jersey on. Okay. okay. Right, and we had a Patriots jersey and an ice sculpture. So we both did it Patriots style for the weddings. That's pretty sweet. I, I don't have anything Patriots at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, going to ask you guys. You guys have played with a lot of players. Um, who's the one player that you think your time with was uh, too short? You wish you had played longer with. Ooh. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Randy Moss. My rookie year coming into training camp. Um, he used to beat me to sleep. Uh, we got in the red area, catching touchdowns on me, running by me a couple of times. Um, and for me, it was just an awesome experience to go against him every day um, in practice, one ones, all of that. And then to sit and just talk to him. And he would just always be telling us, kicking knowledge to the young guys. Um, and then week four, he gets traded. And I'm like, dang, I just wish I would have got that full season experience with him. Um, just a, a great athlete, great competitor, and just so smart in the game of football. So I wish I would have at least got a full season. Being that I played with Randy in Tennessee, I like that. And I could definitely understand uh, where you're coming. He was so charismatic in the locker room, which blew me away. Um, but I'm going to go with two guys. I'm going to go with Javon Kurtz when I first got to Tennessee. Uh, the way he practiced, just how hard he practiced, the way he hustled was so impressive. I would have loved to play multiple years with him on the team. And then uh, when I was in Cleveland, uh, we ended up releasing Joe Hayden um, after, like, the third preseason game. And it would have been a lot of fun uh, to play an entire season uh, with Joe Hayden, a fellow cornerback that I've always thought was an extremely good player, making plays all over the field in Cleveland. And then went to Pittsburgh and continued to do the same. So, uh, I would have loved to got a chance to play a whole season and pick his brain as we went throughout the year. I like that question. Yeah, that was a good question. Man. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Appreciate you, Justin. Man, you know, we also always want to ask all the fans and stuff, what is the most interesting or the most intriguing or the most fun thing that you've done uh, throughout this quarantine time? Uh, if you had to pick one thing that you've done that's been extremely cool, what would it be? Uh, being a, uh, being a teacher, um, cool, mm -hmm. frustrating, everything. Like we, we, we made rainbows. We, uh, we did the clouds with cotton balls. Like we've been doing all of these things that uh, my wife, my wife is a doctor. Oh man, this guy comes up with the bright yellow. Yeah. He got on his yellow say taxi on the front. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all miss me already. Chill out. <laughs> Everybody welcome. Defensive end, linebacker, cornerback, safety. Quarterback. He plays everything. Kyle Van Noy of the Miami Miami Dolphins, we got to say now. Yeah, it's hurt us this evening. We've had to call do a Detroit Lion. Now we got to call you a Miami Dolphin. That hurts a little bit. Blame y'all coach and GM. <laughs> we don't go there on this show. We're trying to keep our jobs. 
what are, what are you what are you most excited about uh, to take your talent to South Beach? What is the thing you're most only excited? Le, about? Only LeBron can say took his talent. Don't don't give KP oh, that. The man is taking his talents to South Beach. Thanks, J Mac. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I'm excited for the challenge of becoming a leader. I've been blessed to be around a lot of leaders on and off the field, and I'm excited to get a uh, go down to a group of young men that are going to be younger than me that hopefully I can lead them in the right direction on and off the field. Try, just try to be the best professional they can be. So you go to Miami. Everybody knows Miami. Where, where are you going to live out there in Miami? Like, you go, Are you going to be the guy that lives like – two minutes from the beach so you could go to the beach every day you're gonna be the guy that goes high-rise apartment you know what i mean bellman in the front like what, what's what's your style out there <laughs> they're always trying to gas me with my bouginess huh but um i'm gonna be i mean we live close to the beach here in santa monica um yeah it's beautiful. It's still it's still sunny. See, you see the I lights see coming in. It's not dark it's been, yet. It's been all day. Ooh, we. I think I think it's like sixty five. All next week's gonna be seventy two. So we'll be all right. But I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna do the beach. I think we're gonna do Fort, Fort Lauderdale. I think we're gonna try to do the beach close to the beach. Not not obviously right on the beach. I'm not a big sky rise person but i think close to the beach would be fun okay. a lot of a lot of south beach love for you in the comments so far but uh what was your uh free agency process like uh extremely nerve-wracking were you relaxed how was it how was it like that you obviously get traded from detroit to new england you have great years in new england take your talent to an elite level now here you come into free agency what was that like for you I love, obviously, there's a lot of unknowns, but I was confident in my play. And then it was Miami all the way. I mean, they came out strong out of the gates and they made it clear they wanted me as a priority, that they wanted me to come in and be a leader and, uh, you know, really just came strong. And everybody else kind of backed off or didn't even come in at all. So that made my decision pretty clear. So you love you love Coach Flo forever, huh? <laughs> What's it gonna be like to be back there with uh, Coach Flo and now obviously him as a head coach and, and Boyer's um, jacket. Boyer, if you him, yeah. Boyer's gonna have some shorts, not a jacket no more. <laughs> a lot of a lot of you know, you know that lumberjack jacket going on down there. Well, I think you know they're doing some good things. I think if they continue to put pieces around, you know, we're, we, I think we got a good young roster with a lot of talent and we just got to uh, bring it all together and see how it shakes. I mean, we still got to play you guys twice. Uh, Buffalo's looking strong and the Jets got a lot better at the end of the year. So our division's definitely getting better. I'm excited for the task. It's going to be good. I love that New England answer. All right. So I, I just Googled it. So you, you signed four years. What what are you going to buy? What is going to be the thing you buy? You're going to get a new car. Like it, you got the new contract. Did your wife allow you to get something for yourself or did you have to just get her a couple bags? What did you have to do? <laughs> you know, honestly, we haven't even 
it's kind of funny you ask that. I, at first, I wanted to so bad, but then when you're in quarantine, <laughs> you're, you're just like, I mean, what can we buy? The stores are closed, so it made it pretty easy. You could um, get a car and just drive around in it. <laughs> I know. Um, honestly, I I don't know. I would. I think. I don't know. Shoot, you, you kind of stumped me on that. I thought I had it figured yeah, yeah. out, but I don't know. All right, well, send, just send me a picture when you do. You ain't all right, all right. Just send me a picture. So how are my guys doing, man? Uh, see us, man. Survive yeah. or wine at night. Okay, yeah, wine, what, are you, what, what kind is it? What kind is it? I got this a, is, uh, a cab, Jordan. Okay. Yeah, this is a cab. It's Bonanza by Camus. Sounds rich, boy. Ooh-wee. I think it was 20 bucks. You don't get that box wine, <laughs> like $10. No, I ain't had that one. Nah. So we, we asked do this question. Which teammate are you most excited to play with uh, in Miami coming up next season? Ooh, there's a lot. Um, well, a three, three. That's fair. I'm, I'm ready for Fitz magic, baby. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see the chains. I'm excited to see all of it. Um, just his personality. You, it kind of rubs off on people. Just his, um, how he is as a person. He knows who he is as a person, as a quarterback, and his confidence level, and just how he is. So I'm excited to see that. I'm also excited to see. Uh, Wilkins, uh, Christian, the D tackle. He's got a lot of energy. He's a clown. I don't know if you guys saw when they scored that uh, that touch <laughs> that touchdown. He be he be clowning. So I like that. And then definitely, I'd have to say Byron and uh, Howard. So they're, mm-hmm. they're going to be exciting. A true pass rusher. A true pass rusher loves his corners. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's why. That's why. You know. I hey, still got I got still got love from my hey, secondary. I, I got love from my boys. Me. I know I, I, I always with Steph, you <laughs> <laughs> yep. My best friends on New England are the secondary. That's for a reason. For like two more seconds. I'm <laughs> I know I got you. But I had you guys got some picks now. Don't don't be no. yeah. You, I mean, I didn't, I didn't recover the fumble. Dev, Dev was back there all year, like Oh, Punk Isn't that one, thing, one thing I love is a good rush. Yeah. Well, in 17, we didn't have one. <laughs> Y'all was covering. Y'all was covering for six minutes. Hey, man. Well, we're going to let you get back to changing diapers. Yeah. Go get little man. You hear that's little nice, man? That's a nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put, 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 hey, Trey hey baby, where's Trey at? Where yeah, he's not walking. Yeah, he he in the she's in the room. She wanted to be respectful of our interview. Oh, he's about where Trey at? Like he got up and walked somewhere. <laughs> coming, coming soon, no, coming soon. Coming soon. Hey, he was wilding today, eating. He's already gr- trying to grab the spoon and eat. He. That's what I'm talking about. He ready. Yeah. Hey. You know what South Beach mean? He ready for South Beach. Yeah, too. but these dookies yeah. are getting bigger, and I don't, I don't, I don't really like all that. Yeah, you like that? Keep them out of them South Beach streets, man. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> you didn't even there. ask no fan questions, bro. Y'all, y'all being rude because I play for Miami. You can't, you can't, we can't get no questions. They Miami fans, they not welcome on here anyway. All right, they bumping up, they bumping up them views. <laughs> yeah, you bring those Miami fans on Elite Eats. 
Yeah, I'm I'm getting DJ Khaled on that thing. Oh, that'd be nice. You don't he gonna say another one. <laughs> Not another Super Bowl. All right, Kyle, man. We'll all right. <laughs> hey, Thanks for having you. Thanks for having me, man. We appreciate your but time. He gonna be nervous in the September again. Calvin, already already talking trash. Been a dolphin for like not even I can't even a count couple of coffee, like Jewel says, a couple yeah, of he ain't been to the building yet. Yeah, he don't, even, he don't even know what city the building located in. It's in Davie, I already know. And we're building a new one in Miami Garden, so get it right. Okay. okay. Dolphin Sound gang, cool. dolphin Sound gang. Cool. Sound like a little tampering to me. But get up out. Uh, All right, man. We'll holler at you. Well, man. I'm trying to holler, but it won't let me end this dang phone call. I'm trying to get Don't out worry. of this call. Don't worry, producer, will kick you off in a little while. Hey, man. I just want to make shout out Carrie. Uh, she says, as a teacher, she thanks me so much for the work we're doing at home. But Carrie, yeah. no, don't, we don't thank we thank you. This there work, you teacher, hard. Uh, we thank you. I I've been emailing um, the teachers take care of my kids go to, and I've told them. Uh, a couple of times, appreciate the work they do because I am at home struggling. So, Carrie, we appreciate you, all the teachers. We appreciate you. And even though it's off topic, we appreciate all the medical workers and everyone that's out doing their job um, during this tough times. We appreciate the work you do. Um, it's a trying time, but I think you working is an inspiration to everybody else. So if you're at home, stay your butt at home and keep everyone else safe, man. There you go, man. Couldn't have said it better. We got uh, Aiden uh, in Springfield uh, coming up next on the fan line. We visited Springfield last year and hit the uh, hit the Hall of Fame, Six Flags. We did. We didn't get to hit uh, MGM, but what's up, Aiden, man? How you doing, man? I've been great, man. I have a question for both of you guys. Do you guys think Jared Stidham will be quarterback one for us in week one? That's a great question. Um, he didn't come in with the hard hitting questions. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a great question. Um, as who knows, you know, yeah. I think right now we got him, we got uh, B Hoyer, and we got my dog Cody Kessler. So I think that's our QB room right now. So right. come September, I think those type of things work themselves out uh, throughout training camp, throughout the preseason. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, picking off each of them uh, in training camp. And if we ever get a chance to do any OTA, so um, we'll let you guys know after we start practicing against them, whichever one we whip up on the least. All right, <laughs> DMac, my brother wants to say hi to you guys. What's, What's up, up bro? You over there gaming? Okay, you gaming, gaming. Yeah. Boy ain't got no school. He hyped up. Well, I can't wait to see you guys in camp. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you, hey, Aiden. They over there, they real gaming. My gaming ain't that serious, man. I just yeah, you ain't got you ain't got no heads. You saw Kyle headset on. Kyle be on the game too, man. You we got, got um, we got Zach and Westwood coming up next. He's backstage. Westwood, okay. Smashburger, Jefferson's Grill, or is it Westwood, New Jersey? No, you know? Westwood, Massachusetts. Okay. How you doing? Good. I feel like I met you when you were so little. Now, like, look, look how big oh, yeah. you are. No, Got your no, no. Yeah, I can't get this angle. Oh my god! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like want to know what's your guys' favorite season or game that you guys have played in. Want to take it first? Yeah. So I got to. Uh, 
I think the obvious one is the Super Bowl 2018, Super Bowl 53, playing with this guy over here on the other screen. Um, from Pop Warner to high school to college, to win a, a championship um, as, a, as a professional, um, probably the greatest moment uh, ever in my football career. Um, and then second, I would say my first ever Thanksgiving game um, in Detroit, playing Thanksgiving Day um, as a rookie, two interceptions on Thanksgiving. Um, so much fun, just the honor and the privilege, I think, to be able to play on Thanksgiving um, and realize what that meant um, was so cool for me. And I remember going to my phone for the first time, like I had like 250 text messages, people watching the game. Um, so that was just a cool moment um, to be over there lined up against Calvin Johnson, one of the greatest receivers ever play. Um, uh, that was a, a great honor for me my rookie year. Yeah, for me, obviously, that uh, Super Bowl 53, um, obviously the best game I've ever played. And to be able to win a Super Bowl, uh, you can't beat that. Um, and I would say my, I would say the transition from the 2017 season in Cleveland not winning a game to transitioning into 2018 winning the Super Bowl was by far um, the best flip of emotions uh, I've gone through, not only in football but in life, to be down and out to one season later. To be able to win the Super Bowl, you can't beat that. Well, I'll see. I'll see you guys at uh, training camp. I go every day. Been going every day since I was two. Uh, That's thank dedication. You, thank you guys that? for having me. Yes, no, sir. You, man. See you there. We got uh, Angela and Columbus coming up next, man. He was two years old. That's that's. He, he he's more dedicated than you are. Yeah, man. Because when you was there, I wasn't going to them. I mean, but training camp's not even hot here, so it's not it's not as bad. Angela, how you doing? I am doing amazing. So excited to be on with you guys. Just first, simply want to say thank you for all that you guys are doing in your communities. I love watching your shows. I follow your podcast, everything. My question, my question is, uh, my husband and I got the opportunity to go to the uh, enshrinement for Ty Law this year. And when I was looking, it's like there's no Patriots like that are really getting into the Hall of the Fame. What is your guys' take on when some of our sh championship teams or people are, are going to start getting into the Hall of Fame? Um, I, I think I think some guys will come up. I think Seymour um, will eventually get in there. Um, but hadn't he? But he's been eligible for a while. Like they yeah, just keep looking I, over him. I think it's because it's like it's like a double-edged sword. You know, you got to pick. You know, I think the Patriots is known for we're about but overall, everyone says it's a great team. It has Tom Brady and then a bunch of just other really good players, not where people think they're outstanding players. And I think that kind of I think that's the rep has gone out there, and I think guys don't get the respect they deserve for their time in New England who got in but if you pull up Ty Law's stats like his stats up there with anybody you know the amount of interceptions touchdowns just a great player throughout his career Rodney Harrison's another guy obviously in San Diego right. um, but all of these guys are great players Willie McGinnis um, and that's who I thought that would get in this year I absolutely thought Willie McGinnis was getting in and I think because of the whole team concept and how good we were as a team back in the day, um, I think it, it kind of hinders guys getting into the Hall of Fame. But I've gotten a chance to talk to those guys. All of those guys talk about they'd much rather have their rings 
than being a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. So they really appreciate it. Actually, at Shryman too, and I got to hang out. Those guys all came back. They partied all night. Me and Steph had to leave and go back and go to sleep. Um, but they Let had. I was so frustrated because I looked the whole weekend to find one Patriot. I promise we seen everybody, not one Patriot. I was so salty when we got to the enshrinement and then looked up and seen everybody in the screen like, where y'all been? For us, we was in training camp, so we had got down there that day. I don't know about the rest of them. You should have been able to find them. Not a one. It was like they was hiding from me. They was probably sleeping during the day because there was probably right. on the night. That picture. Right. <laughs> right. But it was a good time. Like, we really had some great experiences. Yeah, it was a, it was an unbelievable honor to be there. For yeah. sure. Well, we appreciate Thank you guys. Coming on by, oh, Andrew. Thank you. We got, uh, I want to say this right, it's either Elon or Elion from New York coming up next on the fan line. You're gonna let me know how I said it right or wrong. I, I gave my best effort though. You, I mean, last week you were you was you're right on. You're kind. You're close. It's Elion. Ah, Elion. Oh, uh, so I have uh, two questions for both of you. There, one of them is uh, short. Uh, so at what age both realize like, damn, we're really good at football, and like we might really have a chance to play in the NFL. Um, I would say when I realized it was a legitimate chance to play in the NFL uh, was probably my junior year in college. Now, before that, I was chasing it um, in high school and, and middle. Like I, it was always a goal. But when I actually realized it was a reality, it was my junior year. Some of the seniors in front of us had got um, had got into the league and kind of went undrafted, but some stuck on teams and got opportunities. And we were just like, wow, man, Like he was just here. And I know I'm as good as him. If I keep working, I know I can actually get to that level. And that was when I first realized, like, hey, this thing is this thing actually can come true. Yeah, same with me. Same thing. And I think when you're younger, like in high school and stuff, you think you're good. And then at some point you get humbled. Like we got to college. I was a six-string safety. So however good you think you are when you're in a, you're in a six-string, you realize you're not that good. So um, I would say probably like my red shirt, sophomore to junior year when I seen guys. And then really for me, when Jay went and got drafted in the sixth round, um, it let me know that, you know, once I saw him being successful, it was up to me um, how high I could get drafted because he had already set um, an example. That I got it. Um, and uh, one more question. Uh, I play basketball, and I actually played in NIAC against the school. Okay. Did you win? But, uh, this is about Bill Belcher. I – well, I play basketball and I like details. So my question for the both of you is, like, what makes him so special that, like, when you're sitting there with him, you're like, there, there's, like, something about this guy that's just, like, above and beyond? Um, I'll give it from my perspective because I've been other places coached by different coaches. Um, what, what, what I enjoy most from Bill is um, his consistency. Uh, he's a guy that's the same each and every day. Like, obviously, there's ups, there's downs, but you know what you're going to get from him each and every day. He's not a guy that's going to come in one day where he's happy and he's singing, and then the next day he's sad and he's not talking to anybody. He's going to be the same exact individual each and every day. And I think when that is the tone setter of your entire organization, he's at the top, I think that's a trickle-down effect, and it forces the players to come in every single day 
and rise up to that expectation and know like, hey, I have to be consistent whether we won, whether we lost, whether I had a good day of practice, a bad day, a good game, a bad game. I know I got to come in here consistent, even kill, and ready to work each and every day. And that's how he is. And I think that sets the tone for our, our entire organization. Yeah, and I would say if you talk to him, he'll let you know like he doesn't think he's like this supernatural person, but his preparation, his work ethic of making sure he goes over everything. Like if you ever walk in his office to talk to him, he's in the back, he's watching film. He's always doing something to get better. We're on the plane to go play. It's Saturday, we play tomorrow, he's watching film. Like he's always trying to get ahead. Um, he's always thinking of things. He's trying to find, you know, teams and there's like – you know, the free kick after a kickoff. You know, somebody punts, he's like, all right, we'll do a free kick. Like, he involves in the game, and as the game evolves, I think he's ahead of the curve doing different things. If that means doing old school things now, um, he's always trying to reinvent himself and do new things. So um, I give him credit for just always searching and trying to find different ways to get better. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we got Josh in uh... – I thought it said Nantucket, but then I look close. That's somewhere in Connecticut that I have no idea how to say it. So we have Josh pronounce where he's from when he comes on from the fan line. What's up, Devin and Jason? What's going on? What's up, Josh? Where are you from? Where in Connecticut is that? I'm in Naugatuck, Connecticut. Naugatuck. See, I ain't never heard of that. I don't know where that's at. Yeah, I was pretty much raised out here in Connecticut. I see you guys every uh, – the training camps. I go there almost every year. Excited to talk to you guys. I went to uh, seven away games last year with you guys. These are some of the okay. things I've been to. Um, I'm just happy we appreciate to appreciate That's yeah, dope, man. The pictures I take personally, I still got more that I still haven't hung up. But uh, definitely to talk to you guys. Yes, sir. What you got for us? All right. So this is a more of a question outside of football. Uh, does the team ever do any team building or team chemistry building events? Any particular events that stick out that maybe you guys could share with us? Yeah, I think yeah. the coolest things we do, um, we call a team of teams. The team is probably 10 to 12 teams, um, and it's random. And you kind of get to know each other. We do trivia. We did um, cornhole, paintball. Um, we did so many different things, and we kind of keep track of it throughout the year. It's just all fun stuff. Um, that we do within the team, um, and it's kind of kept throughout the off season. Um, I love chance. Like I think of you know a coach he's coaching them for the Giants now. Jerry Shaplinski uh, was yeah. assistant coach. Um, I never really spent much time with him, but within our team of teams where we kind of competed against each other, he was on my team. I really got to know Jerry. Um, got to know you know what made him tick and the different things. Uh, and to me. Um, I think that's so valuable because I think teams are built on relationships. And when you know other guys wise and you know why they show up to work, you know their purpose, what they believe in, um, I think it, it makes you want to play harder for them because you know why they're doing it and vice versa, you know why you're doing things. So I've always enjoyed anytime we do anything like that. I mean, I think one thing that sticks out that guys do within the team by positions, by offense, defense, is going out to dinner and just hanging out. Like, no yeah. Thing we sometimes like uh, last off season, the rookies take all the veteran DBs out, and we really we just got uh, we went to a steakhouse, got our own private room, and we just chilled, laughed, joked, 
for probably about two to three hours. And I think that's just great bonding time. Um, I think it helps young to understand how to be successful in this league. And it gives us a chance just to get to know each other. So um, I love that aspect about playing in the NFL. And um, those times are probably what I'll miss the most uh, someday when I do retire. That's interesting because that's the stuff that you don't really see on TV. I like to see some of the back end stuff that you don't really get to see or hear. So that's yeah. really, really interesting to hear. Yeah, yeah for sure. Develop yeah. great bonds within the team, and it definitely does. That's awesome. Appreciate, appreciate you, Josh. Thanks. Yeah, hold me down in Connecticut, man. And, uh, but to go along with that, like we just said, when we went out to eat, you talk about opportunities to teach and learn. We go out to eat and we go to a steakhouse. We went, I think it was Del Frisco's down in uh, uh, Seaport in Boston. And obviously it's a steakhouse. It's like 10, 10, 12, 15 of us. So we ended up spending a decent amount on the check. And the rookies took care of the bill. So none of the vets saw the bill. And the next thing we know, Steph posts something on Instagram and somebody comments to his story and sends him a DM and was like, well, you're posting something that you're hungry, but you only left a 2% tip. So, so Steph sends to the group chat a screenshot like 2% tip. What is this? So then we, 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 we hit the rookies up and they're just like, oh, well, how much did you tip? Long story short, their tip was around 2%. And it was to no fault of their own. They, at that time, didn't know that it was just like, hey, like 20 Somewhere between 20%, 18 15 they should have been around there. So we had to correct that, send over a bigger – Yes. We told them. They, yeah. they thought you leave a certain amount of money no matter what. Yeah. They just thought, man, this bill was expensive. I'm just leaving 20 bucks or whatever it was. So that was a good learning lesson uh, from the old guys to the young guys. But we got Zach uh, from Georgia coming up next on the fan line. That was a funny day that day in the weight room when we found out. They left that two percent tip. Hey guys, exactly. what's happening, man? How y'all doing? We doing good. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys, and before I go into it, thank you, Jason, for knocking the ball away with Super Bowl Fifty Three from from Cook. I wanted to thank you that. Um, and my question for you guys tonight was, uh, who do you think in the draft coming up this year? would help the Patriots the most in the upcoming season or season. You got it, Deb. I don't watch college football. You got um, it. I don't watch a lot either. Um, if I had my way, um, I would get Chase Young because he rushes the passer. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure he'll be gone within the first couple of picks. Um, you know what? If I'm honest with you, after that, I really don't know um, many guys. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably get um, a good safety um, that'll come to our team with, you know, some of our guys being older. Um, I look forward, you know, to getting a young guy and being able to just teach things I know, whether it's the safety or corner. Um, you know, I love when we get new DBs and we just kind of share our knowledge and, and, and talk to them. So um, that's just my prediction. But I feel like in my 10 years, I never know who we're going to draft, and I'm always surprised. So um, we'll see how it works out. But I'm also excited for some of those young rookies from last year um, to get opportunities, you know, Nikhil, my man Damian Harris, excited. Yeah, Juan. Um, we got a young guy, D'Angelo Ross, a, a corner. Um, I'm excited for those guys to get some reps and, and get out there too. Definitely. Appreciate you, Zach. Hey, man, we got, we got Daryl coming from New Jersey, coming Jersey. on the family line. Daryl, what's happening, man? 
Yeah, we can't leave out of Jersey, man. They cut our travel. So we stuck. Stuck stuff. That's good. Not much, man. Time. How y'all doing? What's up? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Um, so I got a couple of questions. One of the questions I wanted to know, it was similar to the, uh, the question the last guy asked. Well, not really. My question would go in this direction. Yeah. Uh, have you guys amongst yourselves as a team say, hey, one new, um, if I had my choice, uh, which position would I go with in the first round or third round or fourth round or what have you? Do you guys ever have discussions amongst yourselves like that, like where your, your most important need is? Not really because, to be honest, as a player, I've never spent much time um, with the draft once you get in um, just for the fact that I don't know it. I think sometimes you hear different ways to attack the draft where some people are like, hey, if I need a quarterback, I'm drafting a quarterback. And then you hear some people say, well, that's not smart. Just go for the best value pick, whoever's the best player available at that time, whether you need it or not, go get that player. So I really don't know what's the best way to go about it. Uh, I think you can look at our team. Like Deb said, we have older safeties. Obviously, uh, we don't have a ton of receivers on the roster. So different spots, you're like, hey, we need this, we need that. Uh, but to be honest, when it comes to the draft, I'm more of a type of guy where just like, the powers that be, hey, you guys go and handle that. And as a veteran and a, the guys on our team right now, for the most part, you're going to be the guys that carries the team. You're going to get the rookies in, and some of those guys are going to help right away, but a lot of them are going to have to learn and develop. So it's the guys that are there. Usually when we start in April, it's a little different this year, but those are the guys that are going to carry the brunt of the workload. So you need those guys to be rolling so when the rookies come in, they can jump right in and learn from behind those guys. Yeah, definitely. I agree with everything he said. <laughs> okay. And so my, my last question um, would be, uh, you know, I know it's going to be a lot of moving parts between now and September. Um, in spite of what's going on with us being inside, um, do you still find yourselves somehow being well prepared when it comes to the summer and training camp and everything by the time the season starts? Yeah, man, I think, I think guys are having to be creative and, and – think a way to train and to get better. Um, I know for me, I saw, I was like, oh, the NFL got free game pass and they got the, the film. All <laughs> so I getting stuck. I'm like, all right, I logged on, made an account, just, you know, inside. so I was like, man, I'll start watching film from last year and getting better. Um, but I think what's so great about our league, not just our team, is so many guys are in search of greatness and they want to be great, is that guys are going to find a way to get the upper hand whether it's in your backyard training. Um, I got a Peloton bike in the room right in front of me that I was just riding. Like, guys are doing things to get better. Um, so I think preparation is going to be different. Um, it's going to rely a lot on individuals doing it themselves. Um, at some point, together, when that is, no one really knows. Um, yeah. As time starts to go, I'm sure our, uh, Moses Cabral, strength and conditioning coach, I'm sure he'll be – sending out videos and stuff to do at home. So I know everything will start to pick up more and more. Um, but I, I have a ton of confidence um, in our team, individuals on our team to go do um, because we know what it means when we come back, if we're all prepared, how much, you know, we can be. Um, because like you just said, it's going to be moving parts. It's going to be a lot of hard work in front of us to even think about getting back to where we lost last year, which we didn't want to happen. We want to go further. So to even think about that, um, it's going to yeah. be just so much work that we're going to have to be prepared as soon as we get back. No doubt. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Coming on, man.
We got my dog uh, Jack from Pittsfield, Massachusetts, coming up next on the fan line. On the fan line. Once again, shout out to FanCred. Go get the app uh, for you guys that are watching. Tell a friend. Oh, there goes Jack. Jack, what's up, man? How you doing? How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. I have a question about your coaching staff for Devin. So you used to play with Gerard Mayo. What's it like having him on the coaching staff now? Oh, it's fun, man. Uh, Mayo was like one of my big brothers when I got there, showing me the way. Um, now I probably get on him too much. I'm always making fun of him because we have that kind of relationship. Um, but it's awesome, man. He's uh, he's always been a student in the game, studied his butt off as a player. So it wasn't surprising uh, seeing him come back as a coach. I'm very excited for his future as a coach and to continue to learn from him. So um, I think he's probably one of the best football minds I've been around as a player. And now he's just doing it from the other end as a coach. And now also about Steve Belichick. Does he have any of the tendencies of his dad? Talks just like him. <laughs> Talks just like him. So his demeanor is very similar to Bill as well. Um, very even kill. Um, I would say he's probably the most positive coach in our building. He's always finding um, the silver lining in all situations. Um, so it's, all, it's been fun for me to have Steve there um, in a structural environment. He's always positive. He's always upbeat. So um, I look forward to just seeing him progress as a coach and taking on a new role. Cool, cool. And then one more, one more question. So around the internet, there's been a thing going around of ranking the top five wide receivers of all time. For you guys, who would that be? I try not to do all time. You're a product. You're a product of like your lifetime. So like I can put guys in there, but I've never actually watched them. So I'll just put um, from like from what I've seen. I'll just go from guys I played against. Um, I'll go with uh, I'm in no order. I'll go with uh, Calvin Johnson, um, Julio Jones, um, Antonio Brown. Um, I'll go with uh, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. And Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. I like that. I, I would say the same thing. Maybe some other guys that you could get right in there. Ocho Cinco, um, Reggie Brandon King, Marsh. Andre Johnson, B. Marsh. Yeah, it's tough. Chris Carter. Say that again. Chris Carter. Yeah. I ain't get a chance to play against him, but yep. yeah. It's, yep. Tra You're right. Crazy hands. Yeah. So, there's so many of them. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot had of some crazy games in college against Rutgers. Yeah, a lot of them become a product of their uh, of their quarterback. We're gonna get one more question before we get out of here. Uh, we got Calvin coming up in Washington uh, before we head on out. Be a quick. It's got to be a quick question. We got to wrap up. They gonna log us off at nine thirty, so you got to answer fast. Don't give them no long drawn out. Calvin, Devin, how we doing, boys? We got three minutes. I just, got a, I just got a question about our uh, secondary this year. What are you guys thinking about it? I know we got almost everybody back except for Durant. Yeah. I just want to know how confident you guys feel going into the season with our secondary. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. You always got to start from scratch and you got to rebuild. Uh, but like you said, there's going to be so much chemistry going on amongst the guys that we have there. And I think with that chemistry, it allows guys to be blatantly honest with each other and hold one another uh, accountable. And I'm feeling well, a lot. Let's go, Dev. We're, we're terribly we're, – we're excited uh, for what we got coming back. And we got our captain back in DMAC. So, I mean, sky's okay. the limit for us. I think people are forgetting about Steph, John Jones, J.C. Jackson, and you. So, I'm excited. I can't wait for this season. You guys can prove a lot of people wrong, man. Don't worry, yes, the North remembers. Oh, yeah.
All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks for having me. You too. Hey, man, before we get out of here, man, you guys go on YouTube, iTunes, all of that good stuff. Our podcast, Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Check it out. Make sure you hit that red thing, subscribe, Trust and check it out. We got content coming all over the place. Oh, thundering out here, man. Hey, you, and, can't, you can't see your parents in, in, in person or anything right now. It's tough times. But tomorrow, FaceTime your mama and tell her, Mama, we made it. No doubt about it, man. And also, shout out to FanCred, allowing us to come to you guys on this platform side to side. Uh, we're going to try to do this thing every Sunday. We're going to try to wind down the weekend. As you can see, it's been a long weekend. I ain't got no more wine in my, I ain't got no more wine in my wind down. So uh, check us out. We appreciate all the fans and everybody. Uh, for J-Matt, I'm putting it in the air right now. Our goal for next week is to get Matthew Slater on here. So I'm going to text him tomorrow to see if we could get Matthew Slater, the guy no one ever sees in the offseason because he doesn't have social media. We're going to try to get Matthew Slater on here next Monday Send us messages or, or, or comment at us on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know who you want to get on here. We'll try to hit them up throughout the league or whatever. We'll try to send them a DM and get them on here. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Appreciate you.